Hello, this is Scotty McCoy. I'm the author of the Ultimate Friday the 13th trivia book, and I'm writing another book titled The Ultimate Slasher Movie Encyclopedia, and I am interviewing the cast and crew of the Friday the 13th franchise. And I currently have on the phone with me Stephen Williams, who played Creighton Duke in Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday. Hi, Stephen. How you doing? <laughs> well, that's good, as long as you're doing good. <laughs> so the first question I have is not related to Friday the 13th, but I want to uh, figure out a little bit, how did you get your start into acting? Oh, just a stroke of bad luck, man, just a stroke of bad luck. <laughs> now, I actually started in Chicago uh, as a model. I started as a model rather late. I had a buddy of mine who was a, um, I was actually working at a, at, a, at a clothing store doing, you know, selling women's apparel, and a lot of my clients were female were models um, or they were female ad agency executives and they all suggested that I had the physique to be a model. Um, so one day I said to hell with it, I quit my job, I hit the streets as a model, started making somewhat of a living. In the middle of that somebody asked me to do a play. Uh, I had never acted before but I said yes. You know, you gotta remember this is the 60s and 70s, high adventure. <laughs> um, I said, yes, I did this play called Slow Dance on the Killing Ground. I got great reviews. I'll always remember the final line in the review was, we will surely see Stephen in theater again. Um, and from that point on, I just, I, I kept modeling and I started acting in Chicago. Now, as you know, or should know, Chicago has been always one of the greatest theater towns in, in the United States. Absolutely. Maybe on the planet, you know. And I came up with guys like Joey Mantegna and Gary Sinise and Malkovich and Cusack and, you know, you name that Chicago crew during that 70s era. I was a part of that theater world, you know, and it snowballed and snowballed and snowballed. And pretty soon Hollywood came to Chicago with uh, Blues Brothers, uh, with Cooley High, did a TV movie called Dummy with LeVar Burton and Paul Savino. Um, and eventually I came to, to L.A. with Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers really brought me to, to Los Angeles. Um, and I went back and forth for a couple of years, uh, you know, doing projects. And, uh, and then one, did, and I think it was about 1982, I said, to hell with it, I'm going to move to L.A. And I moved to L.A. And, uh, and my favorite guy on the planet, Stephen J. Cannell, God rest his soul, kept me busy. Awesome. You know? Right up until uh, Jump Street, which is when the whole series kind of thing started. That's so Actually, awesome. it started with The Equalizer. I was one of the original cast members of The Equalizer. Me, um, Robert uh, Woodward, and, uh, and Robert Lansing. Edward Woodward and Robert Lansing were the three, three initial regulars in, uh, in The Equalizer. And that's how it all started. It just sort of started on some uh, fluke. You know, I said <laughs> yes to something and bam. You know, awesome. uh, the almighty maker has given me the talent to handle. All this shit has been thrown at me. That's <laughs> so cool. So, uh, what was your audition like for Jason Goes to Hell? I don't believe I auditioned for that role. You know, when you when my manager called me and told me that um, no, it was a meeting. I was offered the role. Okay. It was almost like I was offered the role. I'm not sure if I auditioned for the role or if they brought me in for a meeting and and um, and talked to me because I had a lot of stuff under my belt even. At that point, I had a lot of theater under my belt. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do remember one thing about it. I do remember that they, the character was a bounty hunter, and that was doing an era, and that I was in the cowboy boots and cowboy hats, man. That was my thing, you know, jeans, <laughs> cowboy boots, and cowboy hats. And they had this whole Columbo, you know, the, the 
thing? Yes. The little detective, the little, you know, dumpy, kind of uh, scruffy uh, <laughs> guy. Yeah. They had that in mind. And I said to them, I actually had the balls to say to them, I don't even know if they would remember if Adam or whoever else was in the cast. And I said, okay, cool, I will do this, but I got to do it as a cowboy. <laughs> you know, I should put a, I should put a, like a, um, um, a condition on doing the role. Like I had position to, to, to lay out a condition of some sort. But I said, yeah, I like this, but I want to do it as a cowboy, you know. And I had this, this wonderful, you know, I was already wearing cowboy hats and I was wearing this, um, this Australian Outback coat, you know, the coat that the, the cowboys wear, yeah. the Australian Outback coat, yeah. I said, if I can dress in this costume, I'll do the role. They said, okay, cool. <laughs> you know? awesome. And to this day, to this day, I'm still mad that I couldn't get that hat from wardrobe. If you remember the character Crichton Duke, yes, I, I do. cowboy hat so bad. <laughs> Never got it. <laughs> I love you Jason know? Goes to Hell, so I remember. I definitely remember your character. Your character was one of the few in the franchise that sticks out to people. Oh, how cute. How cool. <laughs> yeah, but that was, that was it. I think they offered it to me, and I said, yeah, I'll do it, but let awesome. me wear this cowboy hat. I wanted to do the costuming, so... <laughs> And they did, you know. Awesome. So, uh, how was Adam Marcus as a director? It was fabulous, man. You got to remember too that this was uh, early on. It was still very early on in my in my job history. I like to call it. I don't like to call what I've had a career. You know, Denzel has a career. You know, Samuel Jackson and Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise they had careers. <laughs> but in my job history, that was it was very early on. So everything was very exciting to me. Okay. You know, it was very new, it was very exciting, it was, it was challenging, um, and I just enjoyed the hell out of it. And Adam was terrific. I think I think it was one of his earliest things, too. Because yep. if I remember, he was a very young man when we did this. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was almost like just a bunch of young kids playing, having a good time. <laughs> Getting paid to do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what was the best part about filming Jason Goes to Hell, and what was the worst? I think the best part was always for me to paycheck. Okay? <laughs> it's still the best part. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than the check cleared. Exactly. Okay? Yeah, really. That's, you know, we do this for a living. Let's face it, we do this for a living. Yeah. I don't care how many artists will tell you about the artistry and da da da. And it, no, motherfucker. You're doing this to get paid, okay? You're doing this to pay your rent. All right? That is true. Uh, yeah, true. Uh, and there was no worse part. There was really no worst part. It was a joy for me. You got to remember again, it was new for me. I'm in Hollywood. I'm being paid to dress up and pretend. Right. Um, so there was really no worst part. I think, I think if I really had to name a worst part, Adam said it was in an interview, uh, in one of his interviews for um, uh, that book, Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake Memories? Yeah, Crystal yep. Lake Memories. Right. He said Stephen was a partier. He said Stephen would party so damn hard, and he was telling the truth that I would fall asleep in between takes, you know. But he said the nicest thing about me that's ever been said about me in my entire work history, he said, but I've never seen an actor come in more prepared who knew more about his character. He said he was right. there every moment when we needed him, bam, all you had to do was say action. And the man was right on. So awesome. I think if anything was difficult for me, it was the fact that I had to work while I was partying as hard as I was. <laughs> that was probably the most difficult, was staying awake <laughs> during my working hours. <laughs> right. So uh, what was it like filming your death scene, and how was it prepped and created? Yeah, that 
I didn't like. <laughs> I really, really didn't want to die. I wanted to be one of the survivors, you know, especially being a brother. You know, they always kill the brother. They always kill the brother on first. Okay? <laughs> so, I was like, okay, I do get to last until toward the end. You know, but I thought Crichton Duke would be a badass. And that character has been uh, touted as one of the characters in the whole franchise you know, one of the only characters that really had some fight in him, you know, of course. some fight back. Yeah, some go get this son of a bitch. You know, everybody else got was scared of him, was, you know, being killed by him. At least Crichton Duke fought back. Exactly. Um, yeah, and it was, it was really, really cool because there was one scene, and I don't know if I did it. I can't even remember if I did it. But while he was cracking my back, you know, squeezing me to death. Yep. I wanted to kiss him right in the mouth and tell him I'll see you in hell. And I think I did one take where I kissed him in the mouth, but I didn't, I didn't you know, they didn't leave it in. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was, you know, you know, you accept these things. You accept that. Hey, your character's got to die. That's that. Right. You know, it was no different really than any other scene. Right. So um, did, did the they movie. use any like prosthetics or anything for your back or was it just you there with no, sound effects? Just, uh, just um, the only part, no, just, you know, he, he actually just grabs me and bear hugs me okay. and pow, snaps my back. He right. tosses me to the side. You know. There was one prosthetic uh, during the movie where he throws me, or I fall down a shaft and this rebar goes okay. straight through my legs. Oh. You know, Marcus tells a story about that too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> about, about the costume girls trying to get this rebar on me. They had to take my jeans off and... And I wasn't wearing any underclothes. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Marcus tells this story about these two girls just come screaming out of the dressing room. Oh my god, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it, it was. When he told what I read it, it was like hilarious. Hilarious. So what and was I, the most... I, I practically don't even remember it even, Scotty. That's how hard I was partying. <laughs> it was, it, we did back then, you know? Right. So what was the most memorable moment in filming Jason Goes to Hell? Um, I, I don't, I don't know, so many memorable moments. I mean, each one of my scenes, um, I just love stuff. I, I, I love the opening. I absolutely love the opening. You know, and, and this was like after the movie was put together. It's like almost the most memorable moment to me in the movie, not necessarily what happened during shooting right. was that opening when they blow, you know, they just, they just blow him to hell at that opening. Right. And then you cut to me. You cut to me, and, and, and the actor says, we got him, we got him, we finally got him. <laughs> and they cut to me with a cigar in my mouth and a beautiful cowboy hat on, and I go, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I love that scene. That is I great. I love that scene. That is a great um, scene. Yeah, it was, there was just so much other stuff. You know, the um, a lot of the, the kill scene where he kills me, uh, it was just good stuff between actors. I did yeah. have one scene where I almost snapped another actor's neck. He slapped the shit out of me. I forget the guy that was playing the sheriff. Yes. He got too enthusiastic. He slapped the shit out of me in a scene, which worked, but he didn't tell me he was going to slap me. <laughs> and he actually slapped me for real. Oh, wow. You know? And to this day, I'm thinking, if I run a guy, he'd be an old man now, so I wouldn't hurt him. <laughs> like, I'm not an old man. Like, I'm, I'm an old man now, too. <laughs> but, but, but that day, I really wanted to fuck him up. I really did. I thought, okay, okay, we acting. We cool. Cool. I just let him know if you're gonna do something like that to another actor, you know, let him know first. Exactly. You know, let him 
Listen, why don't we play it this way? We'll play it for as real as we can. Cool, I would have went along. <laughs> Man slapped me without me knowing it. Now I'm, and and they and I was tied up at the time. I think it's the only reason I didn't kill him. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> they had my hands tied behind my back at the time. Easy sheriff it was throwing me out of town or something. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so I remember that. You know, <laughs> and of course the women. I always remember the women. We had beautiful women. Erin Gray, I fell in love with, and. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, I think Carrie, somebody was the other young lady yep. name that owned. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I remember liking to come to set every day just so I could talk to him and see him. <laughs> so, what was it like working with Kane Hodder? Oh, Kane, wonderful. Just, you know, the, it got more beautiful after. You know, working with Kane is like working with any other professional, right. total professional. Dynamite. But we also did afterwards, we've done a couple of these uh, um, conventions, you know, horror conventions, right. fan conventions. We did a couple of those together. We've uh, been on the same um, uh, trips uh, uh, and a couple of appearances together. And he is just the, the nicest man. That's I always love it when I see Kane. We went on one. I remember going on one. And people didn't know who was under the mask, but it was one involving uh, kids um, at, the, at the event. And the kids loved, they went crazy for Kane, you know? <laughs> exactly. Especially at the, you know, to know who was under that mask. And yep. when Kane came out from under the mask, this is the guy who plays Jason. The kids just absolutely loved him. That's you know? great. And, uh, and so do I. He, he stands out to me as a good human being. As a awesome. good, pleasant, nice man, you know? That, right. That's how I consider Kane Hodder. He's just one of the nicest actors, nicest people I've ever met. Right. So what was the environment like on set? Oh, it, it was, it was again, professional and fun. Professional right. and fun. Awesome. And again, all this stuff was so... Everything was new to me. Everything was new and fun to me. Okay. And everything was an adventure. Awesome. Um, for me on set. I cannot remember... Any conflicts? Okay. I cannot remember any unpleasantries okay. on that set. You know, that's and, and 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 I I um I attribute. You know, I'm gonna pat myself on the back a little bit. I attribute <laughs> a lot of it to me. I'm fun on a set, right. and I'm a nice guy on a set. Yes, and I'm a no nonsense guy when it comes to assholes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Because you hear a lot of story about assholes on the set and mean actors or people who are being divas or yeah. you know throwing their power around or something right. and because of the way I came into acting Scott um, like I said I came in on a fluke you know this is I've never reached for a brass ring I've never had an acting lesson in my life right. it's just been a job and a wonderful job for me so I would brook no nonsense I agree you know if I ran into somebody who was being a jerk or being an asshole, I let them know, stop it, because I can be a bigger jerk and a bigger asshole, and I really don't give a fuck about yep. this job. I agree. I mean, that was sort of my attitude. Everybody else had a, I don't know, maybe a more serious approach, but it wasn't a life and death situation to me. It wasn't a political situation going on. It was just a guy having a good time doing something that he could do. Yes. And if you turned out to be a jerk, you were in danger. Yep. You know, exactly. I can be a, I can be a much bigger jerk, and I do not care about getting fired. I do not care about making anybody mad. Right. I did not care about being on anybody's blacklist. <laughs> so I got along with everybody. Yeah, that's <laughs> <You> great. <know? laughs> 
So the last question I got for you is, uh, do you have any future projects that you would like the readers to know about? Oh, well, right now, I am in the middle of, uh, we're running, it just started running on Showtime, there's a series called The Shy. Okay. Have you seen The Shy? No, I haven't. heard about it. I heard of it, but I, did, I don't have Showtime, so I never saw it. Oh, you gotta check it out. Okay. Man. It's created by Lena Waite, the first um, African-American woman to win an Emmy for comedy writing. Common, you know, the rap star slash actor, right. is one of the executive producers. And Showtime is really hot on it. It's getting great reviews. Awesome. And my role is awesome. My role in The Shy is sort of like my role in, uh, in The X-Files. Okay. You know, I played Mr. X in The X-Files. Yes. This mystery guy. You know, or my role in The Leftovers. It's, um, it's sort of a mysterious character, and it accumulates into a into a nice little, you know, right. climactic ending um, uh, for the season. I don't know if my character is going to be ended with the season, but Showtime bought ten of them. Um, so that's what I'd like for my fans. If I've got fans out there, that's what I'd like for them to, to tune into now. Awesome. Tune into the shy. Sounds good. Showtime Sunday nights. Sounds good. And I know my uh, book um, will be out in a couple years, so I'll put this. I'm making like a little sneak peek. So I'm going to be putting. I'll put the uh, the last question about your project, the shy. I'll put that in the sneak peek. So anybody that listens to my review on my fan pages will be able to tune in. Exactly. Exactly. That's how it works in this business. Exactly. <laughs> well, I thank you so much for your time. Hey, my pleasure, Scotty. My pleasure. Thank you for including me. Not a problem. Uh, and feel free to call back, man. If you think of anything else you want to ask or something you want to add or subtract, feel free. Sounds good. Okay. I will definitely take you up on that offer. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All you right. have a nice day. Thank you. Yep. You bye. Bye-bye.